Here's a message from Ken Lavica. I'm fine with athletes being mentors for my children, role models for my kids, except for Draymond Green. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. I feel bad. I, I feel bad for Stone. This morning, I was walking around, getting myself settled in. I've got to be in a particular mind space to do this radio show. Stone knows I don't like distractions. I need to lock in. I need to get there mentally. And he came up and he, he tapped me on the shoulder. What was my response? Punched him straight in the damn jaw. Want to know why? Because that's not pre-show behavior. Mm. That's not pre-show behavior. Stone knows it, and so Stone had to pay the consequences. Hey, what's right is right. What's equal is equal. Of course, of course that's out of line. And sorry about your jaw, Stone. Hey, it's my fault I touched your shoulder. Yeah, no, but you know what? We've let bygones be bygones. Um, Draymond Green, don't, don't, don't listen to him try to equate, oh, my ankle got grabbed, to stopping out a grown man's chest. It doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. That's, that's preschool behavior. Ken Levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers off of the hot, the muggy, the uncomfortable, and the mosquito-ridden intracoastal. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock from WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Theo Dorsey. Let me tell you a story, Theo. You have some time for some story time here? Got a little time, Tuesday All right. afternoon. All right. Um... When I was, this would have been when I was five years old, okay? And I'm growing up in suburban Chicago. I'm short, gangly, big ears. Um, But, you know, starting to to come into my own, find friends, develop relationships. Had a neighbor. Had a neighbor. Um, It was a, uh, a boy and a girl. The girl was my age, and the boy, he was a year and a half younger than me. So that would put him at, uh, well, let's see, if I was five, he was actually a year younger than me. He was four, okay? Mm. And um, we, were, we were over swimming at, uh, at their house. Again, suburban Chicago, it's, uh, it's hot in the summers. It's muggy in the summers. Maybe you get some popsicles or uh, what are the, the ones that, uh, that you put in the freezer? They're liquid, then you put them in the freezy pops. Freeze pops. Freeze pops. Are those really popsicles, or the, is that a completely different thing, by the way? It's, it's like a version of it, you okay. know? It's like Does a that, frozen treat. I just felt like a popsicle, you might have to actually have a stick in yeah. it, like a popsicle stick in it. A freezy pop is an entirely different thing. Oh, you're talking about like a cold cup. The ones you pour in the cups? Or are you talking no, about- no, 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 no. I'm just talking about the, the, the thin plastic bags. Yeah, you put them in the freezer, and then you cut them open, and you squeeze them up. Oh. They, they come in the, the mesh bags. Yeah, the, yeah that's oh. a freeze pop. That's a freeze pop. That's a freeze pop. Yeah, it's, it's not a popsicle. popsicle. It's, it's not a, a popsicle. Yeah, popsicle has to have the stick, Yeah, right? yeah it's a freeze yeah, pop, yeah. yeah. So, so we're having freezy pops in the back, okay? Uh, but uh, his mom made pizza, 
His mom made, you know, just your run-of-the-mill, put it in the oven, homemade pizza. Not homemade pizza, but uh, frozen pizza. So She'll be glad to know you called it run-of-the-mill, by yeah, the way. Yeah, run of the, run of the mill. <laughs> run-of-the-mill uh, frozen pizza. So we line up at the back door after swimming a little bit, and we're going we're gonna to get some pizza. And um, so we, we get up to the door, and I come up, and uh, Jason, the, the, the kid who's a year younger than me, the brother the brother of of the the girl who's the same age uh, as myself, uh, the neighbors here in suburban Chicago, I sort of, he, he cut me off. And I was five, a little bit immature. I kind of reacted. What I did is I took the uh, the top of my foot and I just gave him a little bit of a tap on the back of his ankle. Just, mm. just to make sure he knew that I knew what he just pulled, that he cut, he cut in line. But you know what? Fine. That was the extent of it. Bop! Just with the top of the foot. Street justice. Yeah. What did what did Jason do? Turned around, grabbed my forearm, and bit the hell out of it. Ooh. Just sunk his teeth into my forearm after a light little tap from the top of my foot. Bop! Hey, man, you just cut in line for pizza. Just so you know, I know what you did. He turned around, grabbed my forearm, and bit the all-living hell out of it. Mm. Teeth marks, blood, the entire thing. That was a traumatic experience. And that brings me to Draymond Green. Last night, seven minutes left to go, four-point game. 91-87 Kings. Game two, Western Conference first round. The Warriors trying to hang in. Pivotal stretch. Draymond Green gets tied up. Draymond Green, who... I mean, Theo, this dude always plays a physical style of basketball, right? Like, he, he is... He is, and I'll admit, someone that I—he's I, perfect heat culture material. Yeah, he's—he's—he's he's, um, he's, he overcompensates for his lack of skill with a bit of pure effort. Yeah, effort, grit. Yeah, all of the all of the key buzzwords. Unfortunately, he also has a bad temper, and so he gets tied up with Demontis Sabonis. And here's what it sounded like last night: Ian Eagle, Greg Anthony on the call on TNT. Puts it up. Curry's got the board. Green gets tied up. And a technical has been assessed. Uh, let me Sabonis say, is down. Let me say this. Draymond stepped on him, but Sabonis grabbed his leg first. And that's when I knew that we were having this discourse mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Greg Anthony led us into what has been the biggest story in the NBA playoffs today. After day two of the NBA postseason, Draymond Green... And his stomp, and whether or not it was justified, which I cannot, I cannot, as a rational human being, wrap my mind around the fact that we're having a conversation, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, there is a legitimate discussion on the Talkie Talkie shows, J.J. Reddick's talking about it right now on ESPN, on First Take, Draymond Green, Hmm. was the stomp justified? So DeMontis Sabonis, he's coming down to the floor in that moment, and he grabs Draymond's ankle. A little bit of a uh, throw your forearms around the ankle just to impede his progress up the floor. Is that a dirty play? The answer to that is yes. That is a dirty play, okay? That's absolutely a dirty play. But then I'm going to let Draymond Green defend himself here. Here's Draymond Green from after the game last night defending him stopping on the chest of DeMontis Sabonis, stopping on it, and then using it 
as a push block like you'd see in track and field to start off the 100-meter dash to push himself, propel himself down the floor full sprint, putting more weight on Sabonis' ribcage. Draymond, tell us about it. My leg got grabbed second time in two nights. Referees just watch it. I got to land my foot somewhere. Mm. And I'm not the most flexible person, so it's not stretching that far. So you didn't really see where you were stepping? You just kind of... I, I can only step so far and pulling my leg away. So... What was, it is what it is. So you want to know how I know that? that that entire thing is absolute bull crap? Stone, the first four words... First couple of words of Draymond's response, just right at the beginning. Want to know how I know that everything he said after the first sentence was bull crap, complete bull bleep? Because of this, my leg got grabbed. Mm-hmm. That that right there. That's that's all the evidence you need. That it wasn't a oh my balance and oh I need to put my foot somewhere. Of course it was retaliation. Of course it was retaliation for getting his foot grabbed by Sabonis. That in and of itself would be evidence to me that Draymond Green should be suspended for game three of this series. But it goes to what is equal in battle? What is acceptable in a physical sport and uh, what you are able to get away with, what's right, what's just, what's even? A grabbing of the ankle, and again, this is just me. This is little old me with my dumb sports talk radio small brain, okay? When you get your ankle grabbed, yes, it's frustrating. Yes, it's annoying. But you know what is not an even response to getting your ankle grabbed? Stomping on somebody's sternum on their chest and then putting your full weight on it to propel you down the floor. But boy, oh boy. We are seeing a ton of discourse on social media saying, hey, that's just Draymond. That's just Draymond being physical. That's just, he had it coming. He grabbed his ankle. He grabbed his ankle. Of course. Of course he grabbed his ankle. Greg Anthony started it, Stone, saying, well, he grabbed his ankle. He grabbed his ankle. I mean, Theo, I, um, I'm not in the NBA And I don't know what it's like to be in the final seven minutes of a pivotal playoff game, but I do know from a human being standpoint, if I got my ankle grabbed, if I walked out of my room this morning and my six-year-old, which happens at times, grabs my leg and I'm tired and I'm trying to wake up and I'm, I'm wiping my eyes and she grabs onto my leg, my response is not going to be, get off me, stop on her chest and say, that ain't morning behavior. That ain't morning behavior. To me, Can. Draymond being Draymond means Draymond's <laughs> dirty as hell, and Draymond was dirty as hell, and he should be suspended at least a game. He got ejected, flagrant two. He should not see the floor game three. This is I, – I, I'm glad that you feel so strongly about it. I'm just disappointed that you're so horribly wrong. Draymond's so dirty. Draymond Green is a dirty player. Draymond Green is a guy that the has – The most dirty player in the NBA other than Dylan Brooks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can say he's up there. He's top five. He's top five. Even Grayson Allen isn't as dirty as Draymond Green. Well, that's now we've gone past the ledger. I think Grayson Allen, the, the difference between Draymond Green and guys like Grayson Allen is Draymond Green does enough to impact the game outside of dirty plays. Like it just so happens every now and then you have incidents like what we had last night. But let's go back to what actually went down, right? Like you're criticizing Draymond Green for <laughs> stumping 
on Domas Let me and Let's just go. Let's but just he go. did. The word stomping. He did. He stomped on him. He stomped on him. Okay. How did Sabonis get into a position to where Draymond Green even thought for a second or reacted in a way to where he would end up stumping on him? He grabbed his. He, he grabbed, grabbed his, ankle. his ankle as he was as Draymond and the Warriors were trying to push forward. Now on a fast break, get back down the court. Draymond is already trying to exit, and we see it happen all the time. Guys get their foot grabbed, their ankle grabbed. If you get one of your feet grabbed, and the other foot is still trying to go forward. You're not going to just fall over. You're going to try to get that foot free. Draymond tried to get the foot free, and him being a awkward guy, and him being a guy that's not as athletically gifted, he doesn't oh, have the dexterity boy. with his feet like some other guys might have. Yeah, in the, in the midst of him trying to free himself from the grasp of Domas Sabonis, he ends up stepping on him a little bit. You know what I? Well, one, it wasn't <laughs> he ends a little up just bit. A little, you, and you want to know how quick I tap know to the chest. that? And, and Theo, I, I know that you are pro Draymond and free Draymond, <laughs> and I respect that that stance. But you want to know how I know that what Draymond fed you and what you just regurgitated here on this show is absolute bull bleep? Is because Draymond one didn't just sort of kind of step on him, foot came down, and then. Put all his weight onto that right foot when he easily could have gotten back onto his left foot. But then after that, he just starts running back down the floor. And then what happens when he gets the technical? He starts like a wrestling heel, going to every corner of the floor, going behind the bench and inciting the crowd. He knew. He knew. That's he knew what exactly do, what he though. was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. And I hate to say it. I don't like to be overly judgmental. But Draymond's reputation precedes him. Yes. And Draymond's resume of being a bull bleep dirty player, not only to the opposition, but to his own teammates. Yes. I will never, and certainly not in this spot, give Draymond freaking Green, who knows better, is one of the smartest people in the league, the benefit of the doubt. Uh-uh. Ain't happening. You're not going to bull bleep me. You don't have to give him the benefit of the doubt, but what you can at least agree to is Domas Sabonis also has that same perspective that you have on Draymond Green. He knows what kind of player he is. Domas knew that just like how LeBron knew it in 2016 when he tempted Draymond and got Draymond to kick him in or to punch at his groin. You can go Draymond Green into doing this Yeah, yeah, and and that's what Sabonis did on that play. It doesn't mean it's right, though. It's it's not right on either player's behalf, but for us to be overly critical of Draymond, knowing that Sabonis kind of did that temptingly Theo, on purpose, Theo, he didn't know he was going to get stumped on. This wasn't an eye for an eye. This was a head for an eye. You're this on the floor was, in a vulnerable position. Don't open that door. This was this. I, Why would I'm, you open that I'm door old if you're on to the remember, floor? I'm old enough to remember, by the way, uh, in game one of this series, and I saw uh, multiple social media accounts. Oh, my God, Sabonis just suplexed Draymond Green to the floor fighting for a rebound. One, you've never watched wrestling. You have no idea what a suplex is. Draymond hooking Sabonis' arm and then pushing his weight into him to have them tumble to the floor and then acting like he got fouled and playing the victim card. This is just Draymond being Draymond, and Draymond's going to have to face the consequences. I think it's a terrible look on him. Oh, my ankle got grabbed. He's acting like... He was in a uh, Bret Hart ankle lock, having to crawl for the ropes to try and get the referee to break the hold like it's old school WWE or WCW. It was a loose ankle grab. I'm sure it's frustrating it for him. It was not a dirty. loose ankle it absolutely grab. Was. He didn't he, yank, yank it. He tried to pull he his leg pull and Draymond moved not. his leg. It it was, was, he wrapped the leg with, with both to, arms. It was both but arms. Not, but but not, not force. 
It, well, no how much force. force does he have in that vulnerable position? It wasn't position. like Mac Jones trying to purposely injure somebody this past NFL season. It wasn't even think close to that. But it could have injured Draymond. Because if you're grabbing my leg as I'm trying to run back on defense or on offense in this in this situation, you mm-hmm. could injure me by grabbing my leg. So Draymond did react. Did he overreact? Yes. But who opened the door to dirty play in this situation? Well, Draymond's mere existence opens the door to dirty play. <laughs> for, 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 for me, for, first of all, if you're watching this game, Home court advantage is an understatement at this point in time for Sacramento. Like how rambunctious, how loud, how agitating that crowd is. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I haven't seen it in a long time in the NBA. No. And Golden State's used to it, but there's just something different in Sacramento right now. So so if you're Draymond, you're getting trolled the entire game, both games up to this point. And yeah, that happens. So so where I halt in wanting to go after Draymond is the fact that (sighs) we watched the game on the couch last night. We woke up and drove to work today. We weren't sweating playing 38 minutes like Draymond did to the point where, yes, Sabonis was the well, one. I who- sweated this morning, got that workout. <laughs> well, well, exactly. Exactly. You running on the sidewalk is not playing 40 minutes on a basketball court to the point where you're getting your leg grab, trying to go fast in transition, right? You're down. There's, there's the seven-minute mark in the game. Like, I don't want to go after Draymond because, to me, it looked like an aggravated natural reaction. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I totally see what you're saying because this morning I wanted to cross the street, but a car, a car was sitting in the crosswalk. I wanted to cr- get across the street, so what did I do? I took a bat and dented the hell out of it. Like that, that's a Draymond that's Green not reaction, the right same there. Same thing. And, and, a head for an eye. A head and, for and an eye. That's, that's Draymond the same Green. Thing. And, and to compare <laughs> your civilian life to Draymond Green's life, that's where I think we're going Fine, wrong. Let's here. compare Draymond Green's life to Draymond Green's life. I'm old enough to remember before the season even started, him attacking one of his teammates yes. and knocking him out, okay? Like, punching him straight, square in the jaw, okay? He's a habitual line crosser. Uh, this is also a guy who lost, single-handedly lost his team, the NBA Finals in 2015, because he got crotchy kicky with the best player in the world who everybody's watching and knows that if he kicks him in the crotch, everyone's going to see. Sure enough, suspended game five, series over. This is the same Draymond Green who has now been ejected out of multiple NBA playoff games. The last time he got ejected from play oh last year i mean come on guys stop with this can you not isolate the incident at least to talk about how like what exactly happened last night because of course his resume before $25,000 fine but Draymond shouldn't be playing game three there's no way he should be there's no way he should be getting suspended a playoff game for that there's no way the nba is going to make that decision he put his entire weight on the rib cage his entire weight on the rib cage with a foot and then propelled off of it of Sabonis. Would Draymond have stepped on Sabonis as Sabonis not grabbed his foot? No, but he probably would have tried to do something later, like grab his crotch <laughs> or punch him in the jaw, because uh, he has a reputation of doing things like I that. I hear you, I hear you, but it, the only problem I have with it is he can't get suspended for it. We can criticize him for it. We can get after him. Oh, you shouldn't have did that. There's better ways. You could have put your balance on your left foot, all of this other stuff. But to try and step in and further impact this series, because you already ejected him. I feel like that's time served enough. He ejected him with, what, seven minutes left in the game? Yep. The close Down game. Four. Good judgment on Draymond's part. Good stuff, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no. He had eight points in 38 minutes. It doesn't matter anyway. He had yeah. three three rebounds and four assists. Get him out of the game. Hey, Playing man. hard. Hey, come on, dog. Get him it's out outside of the, of the box score, man. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Russell Westbrook would, would, yeah. would agree. No, but no, for real. Like I just don't think that at this point, especially in the playoffs, you go around suspending players for something that was so 
mutually combative. Like it wasn't mutual though. It, it was, was mutual. One I, thing I, cost I, the other, but one thing was completely over the top compared to the other thing. If you, and I, I get what Sabonis was trying to do. He fell to the ground. He was trying to give himself a competitive advantage, and Draymond was just doing the same, trying to get a little burst off the chest to get back on <laughs> offense. The old, the yeah. the old trampoline chest. Just gotta uh, go. Yeah. I I have a hard thirty time. guy. Can see this is where I'm struggling mm-hmm. because. If I had to put a percentage on who stands on your side and who stands on, I want to jump on Theo's side here because this is where I stand. I, I got to say it's like 65-35. 65 think that Draymond should be suspended. Mm-hmm. The other 35 are okay with I'm it. I'm not surprised by that because we have sense. And well, so, so, so this is where I'm confused because in a day and age where in the NHL we allow guys to throw punches until this one of them hits the, the ground. No, this is not the NHL. But see, so, so there's my point. This isn't the NHL. So we hold these guys to different standards. They're both in the heat of battle. And if both of them, in my opinion, did equally the same amount of damage to each other, the Stone, stomp- Stone that action that Draymond pulled last night, if that, happen, if that happens on the ice, that's a five-minute major or a misconduct penalty and they don't come back onto the ice. You're not getting suspended, though. You sure as He got are. ejected. No, you're, you're, you're getting suspended. Time, sir. Are you, you're, you're getting suspended because you're right wearing now. a deadly weapon oh, on yeah, your foot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the sense yeah. of NHL, you can literally slice somebody's heart off. I'm just saying, look at this MMA-style uh, grab that Sabonis has on Draymond's ankle. Stone has a picture well, of it up right now. It's a still shot, first of all. It's a still shot. It's a still yeah. shot. It's a still shot. I could come right now and lay next to you and put my forearm up against your ankle. It would look like the same exact thing. Uh, except for that other arm that he has that's like leveraged up against it. Like I can do that. that. Can I, I can do you. that. I, okay, but how, how hard is he gripping the ankle? So because the pre- ankle was still moving. It's the, not like he was jerking his w- knee around. It's really hard for you to determine how hard because, again, these guys are in the it's heat same of battle. Thing with you. It's, it's hard to determine. So, how, how do you, you know how hard he pushed off his chest? Uh, because there's multiple <laughs> video of him putting his full right foot, full weight on it, and then propelling off his chest after he stomped on the As chest. As he was trying to move that right leg, where was he trying to place it? What would do the best for him if he placed it on the court? What impeded him from placing his right foot on the court? Uh, the fact that he didn't uh, uh, he didn't use his left foot to push himself over Sabonis' body. He already had used the left I've seen foot. Him, I've seen him jump over bodies and fight for rebounds, and somehow he miraculously had the proper balance and athletic ability <laughs> to do that, but here... Here, oh no! I needed to step on his chest. That's garbage. <sighs> so, That's so, garbage. so the, the stop to me was transla- translation verbally. Get your hands the bleep off of me. Yeah, like like that's what it is when you're walking down the street and good. somebody's like, you all, can't cross the street. I'm all for it, good, and, and it'll cost him game three. It won't. It should. It cost him the back end of game two, and that's punishment and, enough. And for the 35% that stands on the side of, okay, this is no big deal. Please don't suspend him. This is normal. One of them's 30 years old, and the other one's 24 years old. You were a part, Ken, of the Bill Lambier days. You were a part of the Dennis I was, Rodman I days. I was on the Pistons so, in so, 1988. So 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 for, for that 35% <laughs> crowd who doesn't give a damn about this stomp, Joe Dumars. we're wondering, we're asking the public, isn't this what you guys want? Like, don't you want to see guys get to this level of competitiveness? Like, don't we think this is normal when it's all said and done? That like, same thing in 1988 would have led to an ejection from the game and a possible suspension. It wouldn't have Stop been a suspension. It. Stop it. No, it wouldn't Stop have. No, it wouldn't it. have. No. Stop it. I no, hate that Maybe argument. an ejection, but it would, it would have likely been a flag. This is normal. This is normal yes. in the Delray Beach Rec no, League that no. Theo plays in. This would have Lake not Worth. even caught Lake Worth. This would not have even caused a fight because basically you Theo are, would have said to the guy, what? get your hands, the bleep uh. off of me, stomped on him, got on, and it was like yeah, more I'm of sure, a— I'm sure it would have been consumed no problem. Like, hey, bro, we're good. Dap up. Awesome. Get your no. hands off of me. I'm not dapping him up, but at the end of the day, even if I'm on the ground, because you got to remember, too, like if you're two grown men, you know who Draymond Green is and you're grabbing his foot while you're in a vulnerable position. 
You're kind of opening right. up the door well, of possibility. In, in a very physical NBA playoffs, I'm sure we'll see plenty of other instances of someone stomping on someone's chest. You're right. It's pretty common. You just dap up and you move on. Draymond Green, after stomping on the tra- chest of Sabonis last night, should he be suspended for game three? Should he be suspended for game three? Draymond Green, after the stop last night, should he be suspended for game three? I don't even think you have to watch it in full, though I recommend you do. Uh, to to get a full grasp of, again, the word stomp is being used on someone's chest where the heart and the lungs live, uh, in case you weren't aware of the body's human anatomy. What should happen to Draymond Green? Should he be suspended for game three of the Kings and the Warriors? 888 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV 106.3. That's 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Draymond Green, unfortunately, Theo, does not get the benefit of the doubt. He doesn't. He, he does not because he has a track record of doing this nonsense. And then when he tries to incite the crowd the way he did, he knew what happened. He understood what was taking oh, place. Oh. He's just being heel Draymond. He went full wrestling heel, and that's Draymond. And you know what? He can sit game three, and he'll be back for game four. I think when they slow the tape down and watch this, as where Stone is helping us out do, do right now, you can see it's it's really tough to not put that right foot back on Sabon. I would have put my foot on his chest on accident. I would have stomped too. on him as well. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not Look even joking. Look at his left, his left toe is under Sabonis's leg there as well. His right mm-hmm. toe is being grabbed. His left toe is under Sabonis's leg. Okay. Get your Wait, hands okay. off of me. Release oh, yeah, me. no, Draymond, Draymond is, you're right, he never has his hands on anybody. You're right, the way Draymond plays, super clean. No hands, no grabbing, <laughs> no pulling jerseys, no ripping at eyes. Oh, you're right, Draymond, he's the he's the example of clean basketball, Stone. Yeah, you Totally. I, that's my bad. I'm sorry. I changed my whole perspective yeah, on it. Get your hands off of me. Stop okay. grabbing on my leg. Get your hands off of me. And by the way, bam, right on your lungs. <laughs> yeah. Get your that's, hands that's off a nice, of me. That's a nice equal reaction, Stone. Here's what you get. <laughs> Here's what you get. your hands off that of is, me. There is nothing, nothing that was done. Again, an eye for an eye, I'm fine. If Draymond then goes and grabs Sabonis' arm, perfect. But my ankle got grabbed, and now I'm stomping on sternums. That's a problem. Should Draymond Green miss Game 3, Warriors-Kings? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Let's start things off in Jupiter with David on Ken Levick Alive. What's going on, David? Yeah, you know... Uh... A lot is about intention, and I think it's clear that he intended to yes. do what he did. But after the fact, when you are literally like riling up the crowd, talking trash, and showing zero remorse mm-hmm. at all, almost as if he already knew he was going to be ejected, so he's going to get as much in as he could get in before they kicked him out of the game, just for his reaction and interaction with the fans, which is what the NBA is taking great lengths to try to avoid. If a if a fan says something that they view as over the top to a player, they can be ejected from stadiums permanently, like banned from a stadium we and never allowed just to, saw become, Russell Westbrook, to come back. Yeah, we saw Russell Westbrook get, get into it with a Suns fan yeah. 24, 36 hours ago. 
So if we're going to let Westbrook do that and we're going to let these players whine and complain about fan reactions, then some a player who is in purposely enticing the crowd, yelling at them, smiling at them, yes, he should be kicked out for game three, not so much because of the stomp, but because of his immature behavior and unprofessional behavior. While they were reviewing the foul itself, the incident itself, he that's knew it was coming. Sure I'm with you, David. I think he knew what was coming, and that's why that was happening. It's the whole body of work. Now, I want to, I want to make sure too that we're clear. Russell Westbrook, I don't find him to be at fault at all. With, and again, we don't know the full context, but I can't imagine that Russell Westbrook was just minding his own business, walking to the floor in Phoenix the other night, and then turned around and yelled at that fan. That 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 Suns fan in that lounge area before he walked onto the floor. Watch your mouth, mother bleeper. Yeah, like I yeah. can't imagine no. that Russ just ah mother bleeper. I don't think that that's how that went down. Ninety eight percent of the time, the fans are in the wrong. I mean, yeah. let's just be real. Like one side is also chugging beers, and the other one is playing a sport. Let's <laughs> let's keep let's keep it a buck there. Should should Draymond Green be suspended for Game Three of the now two games to none Kings over Warriors first round Western Conference playoff series for the stomp on Sabonis last night? I say absolutely unequivocally. Their reaction to the ankle grab was not equal. It was way over the top. The stomping on the chest. Theo and Stone say, no, man, like he got his ankle grabbed, and so Sabonis had to had to pay for it. The ejection already happened. That should be good enough. Should Draymond Green miss game three? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. And by the way, um, in a violent, violent sense, not a romantic sense, in a violent sense, have you ever been bitten to the point of blood like me? Mm. It was five. 888-760-3776. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho. To learn more today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offered Offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Draymond Green, should he be available for the Warriors game three or should he be suspended for his stop on Sabonis last night in the Warriors loss to the Kings? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Also, when we come back, another piece of crazy discourse from the NBA playoffs. Apparently, a large number of fans want to eliminate defense. Because a couple of stars got hurt already in this postseason. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Bill tweets in, quote, but he grabbed his leg, end quote. Are we five? Draymond's going to miss game three. He absolutely should. I agree. Oh my There's no reason for Draymond to be playing. Like, that is the thing. Hey, are we talking about kindergartners here? But he grabbed his leg. He stomped on his chest. Like, that's not equal. He only had so many places to put his foot. Can't, oh, I can see if he went stop. out of his way to stump on his chest. You're making it seem like it was just like he 
was like, you know what? Forget the Monta Sabonis. <laughs> I'm going to go stump on his chest. He no, only I had think so he many places. He did think, I'm sick of this guy grabbing my leg. It Bam! was a reaction. It was like, get no, off of me. It was, it was premeditated. Me. The whole thing was premeditated. It couldn't be premeditated. Oh he didn't my know God. It be it's that. premeditated. How could you call that as premeditated? As soon as he had his leg grabbed, Draymond knew exactly what he was no, going to do. He didn't. What I would the not. Hell, that, 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 that's that, ridiculous. Now that is I ridiculous. I have no doubt in my mind. I will Come say it with on. my chest, with my sternum, it was like bonus. It happened so quick. If he didn't. How Get situated and stomp out? on his chest. He would have no. fallen face first. That is not true. He would have definitely had to fall if he didn't stomp Just on his chest. Just because you can't keep your balance because you've now left college athletics doesn't mean Draymond can't. Oh wait, oh, I can do a split oh, right I'm now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What affected? Did he really? No. Oh. <laughs> what affected his balance? Sabonis grabbing his foot or him just not being able to keep it. We only have two legs as human beings. Yeah, and then as soon as he looked down and he said, oh, bleep you, dude. Stop grabbing my ankle. Bam! And there's my weight on it, too, just for good measure. And then I'm going to run down the floor and start inciting the crowd. If this was the other way around. for game three. If this was the other way around and Draymond had grabbed his leg, we would not be having this conversation of Sabonis needs to be suspended. If Sabonis stomped. Yeah. On, on Draymond, absolutely, we would be having no, this conversation. No, we would not. And I still would say the same thing. I would say the same exact thing. Sabonis should not be suspended I would say the same exact for stumping thing too. on Draymond's chest. You're you giving the resume suspended. thing then. Well, the resume absolutely counts with Draymond, too, just to drive it home. <laughs> Last time I checked, Sabonis doesn't have the... I mean, he hasn't really played in a postseason. Yeah, I was about to say. it's it's. He's been living in obscurity again, in the NBA for a while. This is now back-to-back postseasons that Draymond's been ejected. Yeah. Uh, this dude can't control himself when he gets super angry. Jeff is in Port St. Lucie. Should Draymond Green be suspended for Game 3? What's going on, Jeff? Hey, Ken. How you doing? It's good. your favorite New York transplant. My man. Every day. Good, to, good to talk now to you, listen, brother. Draymond is a recidivist offender. He's done it numerous times. He never learns his lesson. He loves the attention. He loves being the villain. And I guess the bonus should be happy he didn't step on his loins. I mean, <laughs> that's the first thing. Uh-huh. So I do believe that Draymond never learns his lesson. I hate to see him excluded from an important game, but he deserves it. That's number one. Number two, your Russell Westbrook take. I blame the Suns organization because you don't put a lounge where fans think they're the yeah. stars and they have every right because they pay big money you know, we know Russell may have a short fuse anyway, but he, he wasn't wrong in that sense. You know, the, the fan was obviously wrong. And Russell, you know, you don't do that in the midst of a game with high tension and Russell being chastised all year and, all, and being, people saying, oh, he's done, he should retire. And finally, Ken, I give you the credit you always deserve for your segue into drawing blood. The only thing I'll tell you is, the only thing I'll tell you is, when you're young, because uh-huh. I'm not anymore, uh-huh. and you are in the club and bar business as I was when I was young, uh-huh. rather than women branding you like they would in Yellowstone if you were a stallion, they do have a habit of leaving marks. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, man, that makes me so happy. Uh, I love it, your use of the word loins and branded you like you're a stallion. That is perfect. That is well done. And it makes me feel good. Um, mm. uh the, the the Russell thing in Phoenix, this lounge where the fans hang out. And again, it's a little like back entrance, a shortcut apparently from the locker rooms yeah. to get onto the floor. I have a feeling, 
that's probably not going to exist next year. Yeah, they're not going to. It's just me. Well, either they're not going to let the players take that shortcut or that lounge will get eradicated. But if that lounge is making the money, then and that's well, the visitor. True. What's going to happen is they're going to interview the next person who purchases that lounge. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like not joking at yeah. all. Yeah. The next, the next sponsor. Like there like are a partner. Yeah. That's gonna be out of the business. Like yeah. for for a Hard Rock organization or for whatever the Phoenix yeah. Stadium's called. Like you have ticket reps. Like they're going to make sure whoever's sitting at lounge is. Not that guy. That's a good That's call. True. Making That's the true. money. Yeah. And They're not giving up that it's money. It's an immediate ejection if you do anything other than smile and say hello to the the, yeah. the, the players as they come through. Because also, too, that guy, if you watch that video of Russ, <laughs> the confrontation, you hear him go, and this is how I know he's a dumbass meatball. Take it like a man. Yeah. Take it like a man. That is dumbass like. meatball language right there. Take it like a man. Meanwhile, he's got who I'm assuming is his kid. Who's sitting there with a plate, and it looks like there's there's something, but there's a big piece of ham. This kid, <laughs> well, again, this is going to be if that's his dad, if that's his dad, <laughs> and Russell Westbrook is mfing this kid's dad. This kid, while it's happening, <laughs> is just he's slurping down a piece of ham with no silverware yeah. off his plate. Like this kid, flat out brings the plate to his lips. And grabs the piece of ham. It's like a circle piece of ham you eat at Easter. And he's eating it just off this plate with no silverware while Russell Westbrook is MFing his dad. That's a kid. That, that is the NBA playoffs. <laughs> I love the playoffs, man. Only then. He, that kid lives and thrives in chaos. Like, for him yeah. to be unfazed, you have an NBA star. He's like, Dad, star. you're on your own. I'm going to eat this piece of meat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, also, so that scares me in itself because <laughs> if you're not starstruck, by you arguably, you know, a, a, an NBA great. Hey, man, you got to get that meat. You got to eat that ham. If you're not starstruck, that shows me the self awareness that not only you but your family and your father has to where you don't give a damn about Russell Westbrook. Yeah. You don't. He's not be looking at Russell Westbrook. Oh, no, he just wants his ham. He just wants to eat his ham. <laughs> now, I don't know if that was like a. a he's like, oh my God, my dad's in trouble and he's going to get his ass kicked by Russell Westbrook and that was his comfort move was to just drown himself in a piece of ham. Yeah. No, it's another day in the life. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh God, everything about that makes me happy. Uh, real quick, uh, Theo, do you want to uh, do you want to tell us about Duffy's? Is that is that a possibility? Is that something yeah. we, can, we can pull off here? Of course. Because, Let's talk about Duffy's Sports Grill. Because if you're going to be a guy that's going to be our gal watching these NBA playoff games and you want to watch it from a safe distance where you won't get stumped out in the chest or berated by Russell Westbrook after you probably incited him, I think Duffy's Sports Grill <laughs> would be the way to go. You think uh -huh. about Duffy's, you got every location with 80-plus TV, so you won't miss a minute of the action. Not only that, but of course, you're going to have the two-for-one drinks. You're going to have all of the great appetizers that they have at Duffy's Sports Grill. And beyond that, if you're an MVP, well, you get all of the kind of deals you could want to get. So calling all sports fans, grab that MVP card, head to Duffy's, and you can catch all of the action. Visit Duffy'sMVP.com to learn more. And if you're not an MVP, that's where you can sign up to become one. Duffy's, our game is always on. A second-year starter has been paid before an MVP in the NFL. We'll talk about it next with our NFL insider, Mike Tannenbaum. He's Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Yesterday after the Jalen Hurts contract became official, 
Theo Stone and I, we tried to dissect it in as many ways as we possibly could. And we're pretty good at what we do, but we needed to bring in someone who's actually constructed an NFL contract before. He's paid great players before. He's the former Jets GM, former Dolphins on-field boss. He is our NFL insider here on Ken Levick Alive. Mike Tannenbaum with us here on ESPN 106.3. Mike T, thank you for a couple of minutes, and uh, thank you for uh, for trying to make us sound smarter with this entire thing. Let's just start with uh, with Jalen Hurts. 255 for five years, 179 guaranteed, and no trade clause, something the Eagles haven't done uh, for a quarterback. It all seems like, especially coming off of a Super Bowl, this is just a perfect storm for him. What a story Jalen Hurts is. I mean, we're talking about pretty unprecedented stuff here. Yeah, great to be with you guys as always. And, you know, there's a great expression that applies here, guys, which is the tape sets the floor and the character sets the ceiling, meaning, you know, there's a baseline talent when you come in the building. And because of his unbelievable work ethic and character, he's now, you know, at $51 million a year, the highest paid player in the league. And I think it just says so much about his character, guys. And it's a great story. You know, they went from overextending on Carson Wentz pivoted, won a Super Bowl, and now have solidified their quarterback of the future. Yeah, and it, the fact, and you bring up Carson Wentz, that that backfired so badly on them, and sure, they won a Super Bowl after that, but with, with Nick Foles in charge of the offense, it seemed like there was no hesitation this time around. It does feel like, even though he's only coming off of his second year as a starter, that the character part of Jalen Hurts, that, that really sort of put him over the top and, and gave the Eagles the confidence, at least from the outside, to give him something they haven't given to any quarterback in their franchise history. Yeah, to take it so further, I think they get points for beating Burrow, Herbert, and Lamar Jackson sure. to the tail, because I think those deals will only surpass this, and I think it was a win-win. He's locked in for five years and obviously has a massive guarantee in 179. He's set for life, which he deserves. Um, and he, in theory, could get another by the apple a couple of years down the road. But if I'm the Eagles, you know, I think going early, it was certainly the way to go. So this also, too, and this is what drives me crazy about the Ravens situation with Lamar Jackson, is any time a quarterback gets money now and someone especially well-deserving like Jalen Hurts, where does the discourse go? Right to, well, how come Lamar's not paid? What does this mean for the Ravens and Lamar Jackson? And so we know that Lamar Jackson passed up a deal that comes off, and I heard Ian Rappaport NFL Network talking about it yesterday, comes off similar to what Jalen Hurts signed, where it was ultimately $200 million guaranteed because that, that got spread out over four years. He would, off the top, get paid $133 million guaranteed, whereas Jalen Hurts, he's got $110 million off the bat, but all his guaranteed money is paid off by year two. So Lamar now, it seems like there's a blueprint here, and I'm sure the Ravens are thanking the Eagles for this. There's a blueprint. It probably feels like it's now time for Lamar to to pull back from the I want Deshaun Watson money and just say, all right, let's go back to the table, and I want more than Jalen Hurts money. Is that the correct approach here if you're Lamar? I completely agree with that. And say, like, if I was the Ravens, like, say, like, here's the data. Here it is. Here's what we should do, and here's why we should do it. And, um, you know, just take it from there. So I, I think I would just sit on the same side of the table as Lamar. You know, my office, I always had a round table. They never wanted someone to feel like we were on opposite ends. We're partners. We're going to stand shoulder to shoulder. And here's 10 deals from 
Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, and now most recently Jalen Hurts. And while we could certainly look at Deshaun Watson, it's overwhelming in another direction that, you know, here's the structure of the deal, and let's just figure out, you know, where we can land this, where you're representative of these other 10 deals, and let's get something that we can both live with you know, for the foreseeable future. ESPN's Mike Tannenbaum with us here, our NFL insider on Ken LaVica Live. Yeah, Mike, it's Theo here. A quick question as we talk about these quarterbacks who are getting getting ready to get paid. I need to get some reassurance on why I'm so high on Anthony Richardson. We're talking about Jalen Hurts. We're talking about Lamar Jackson. Even Patrick Mahomes, a guy in the Super Bowl who plays an unconventional style. Why are people not jumping over themselves, leaping over the board to try and trade up, get Anthony Richardson. Why should I be confident in saying he'll, he'll be the best quarterback coming out of this draft coming up here? Yeah, I'm not sure he will be. Um, I think he has an unbelievable ceiling, and he may be a great player, um, but there's a historic risk here, which is he's only started 13 games. So if you had an opportunity of a lifetime to run an NFL franchise, and oftentimes we only get one chance at that, um, you may come draft a player that may go down to be a Hall of Famer who has just incredible talent, has had an unbelievable offseason, who's really smart, competitive, and is built physically like no other quarterback we've ever seen. However, he's only started one year, and the best chance for him to be successful is to really not play next year, much the way guys like Patrick Mahomes sat for a year. And you just don't know what you're going to have. And you know, we've seen players like Trey Lance out work out recently who didn't play much. So there's a huge, huge, huge upside with Anthony Richardson, but there's a massive risk as well. When it comes to Richardson, Bryce Young, you've got Levis, you've got Hooker, you've got all of these guys. How good of a quarterback class is this, Mike? I think it's really good because of Hendon Hooker. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> we just talked about Anthony Richardson and his 13 starts. Hendon Hooker has 37. Mm. I think if he didn't get hurt and tear his ACL, we'd be talking about the first pick overall. He was exceptional um, this year for Tennessee after transferring for Virginia, Virginia Tech. Played great against Alabama. Led the nation in yards per pass attempt. And when it's all said and done, we're going to be talking about Hendon Hooker for years to come. Mike mm. is mm. so in on Hendon Hooker. and We've talked about him a lot here when Mike has been on. What is it about him that is so impressive to you? Why, why are you so sure that, hey, this is a dude, if he fully recovers from this ACL and all goals is planned, this guy is absolute NFL, could be excellent quarterback? Talent, character, and experience. He checks every box. He's... Prototypical size, has great talent. His character is off the charts, guys. He was on the Orange Bowl field helping his teammates uh, a couple months ago down in Miami, even though he couldn't play. And he has 37 starts. He's coming into the league as a fully formed, fully developed quarterback. And if I was Seattle 5, I would take him, let him sit behind Geno Smith till he's healthy. And I think the Seahawks would have a quarterback for years to come. Is, is Does his age not – I feel like he'll be like – if he sits a year, he'll be 28, 29, starting off. Does his age not scare anybody off, especially somebody with experience like yourself in that at all? I don't think so. You know, I think he'll play for a second contract. If you get a second contract for a first-round pick, that's a really good place to be. Mm. Mike, if we're on the topic of talking quarterbacks, i got to jump in. I love this one. You're also really high on Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Why is that? You know, when you look at him from a measurable standpoint, he's bigger – than Bryce Young. He's faster than Bryce Young. 
And I think if he played in a different offense, we'd be talking about him much higher. Um, he makes people miss uh, in space, and he can make all the throws. So I think someone sitting there in second or third round would be well-served. I think you're going to get somebody that um, has a chance to be a, a, a really good starter in the league um, if he gets the right situation. I think he's a little bit like undervalued right now. One final question, Mike. Again, Mike Tannenbaum with us here on Ken Levick Alive, our NFL insider. Um, we know Joe Burrow, based on the numbers that we saw from Jalen Hurts, we're talking uh, over $200 million guaranteed for Burrow. He's a sure thing, going to get his back. Justin Herbert, based off the Jalen Hurts contract, what do you pay him with nary a playoff win and really just regular season success? What, what does he get paid guaranteed? Yeah, same. He's right there, and it's really more of the replacement cost. Like, if he got to the market, somebody would pay him 10% more than Jalen Hurts just because he's young, he's big, he's, you know, been productive, and they're impossible to find. Um, and then, you know, whoever goes last is going to just leapfrog the next guy, and it's just supply and demand guys, and there's just not enough of them. Mike, excellent stuff. Appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? All right, thanks so much, guys. Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider here on Ken Levicka Live. We'll come back, and again, uh, we've got some overreactionary NBA playoff fans, and the grossest part of the NBA playoffs has nothing to do with on the floor. It has to do with a commercial. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.